Welcome to the Leadership Podcast with Pastor Sam Carr. Here you'll learn godly principles and real-world techniques for leading effectively. Hello, everyone. I'm Pastor Sam Carr. Welcome to the podcast today. I'm going to do something different for the next uh, few podcasts. I'm going to share with you uh, a meeting that I did as a minis- at a minister's conference. I believe you're going to be blessed by it. I'm talking about seasons of life, seasons of ministry, how to recognize the right season and some other things. And I believe you're going to be blessed by it. So stay tuned and listen to these. I think they're going to be eight in all. So you just want to listen to all of them to get the full picture. God bless you as you listen. Sometimes I think people misunderstand seasons in their ministry and and misunderstand and and misinterpret some things about it. And so I, I want to talk to you about some specifics that the Lord gave me. But before I do, I want to just kind of give you a... I want to give you an understanding about what a season is, because some people, they just kind of throw that word out there, you know, and, and, uh, they're, you know, and then all of a sudden they're looking for a new season in their life, and they don't even know what it is or what they're supposed to do or, you know, well, most of the time people just think a season is change. And, uh, you know, that's not always necessary either. Sometimes you can go into a different season in your ministry or your life and not change a whole lot of where people would see it on the outside. I've made several adjustments in seasons in my life and ministry over the years, and nobody on the outside would have ever noticed it. Unless somebody, you know, picked it up, they would have never noticed it. But it was, it, there were things that did God changed. And so let me just give you kind of an overview of what I'm talking about today. And I'm going to read a scripture to you in Acts chapter 17. Um, Paul was preaching Uh, in Athens, and he made this statement in verse 26 of Acts 17. He said, And God has made from one blood every nation of men to dwell on all the face of the earth and has determined their pre-appointed times and the boundaries of their dwellings. Now, you know, that's a pretty powerful statement. You know, now see, some people say, well, that, that's talking about predestination. No, that's talking about God's overall working in the earth. And, and you know, some people say, well, you know, what if Hitler had, had taken, you know, and had been able to take England and invaded, you know, uh, other countries? Or what if Japan had been able to take America? Not going to happen. Why? Well, that, because God already appointed the, the future of certain seasons, certain places, certain things, and you can't change it. I mean, listen, I, I don't mean this wrong, but you can pray and God can do some things politically, but bottom line, he's got this thing working exactly like he wants it to work so that all of humanity will understand clearly and accurately this thing and how it's going to work in the end. We're just kind of in the middle of this process and working within the boundaries of this process as it goes. But God's circle's a lot bigger than ours. And you've got to understand that. All we, you know, all we can do is just kind of focus on our, our little place. But it says he's determined the pre-appointed times and the boundaries of their dwellings. So from a big picture standpoint, um, there are, there are uh, things that you just need to understand. You know, you can study history and you can go back and look at progressions from one time period to another but God sets periods and places of men's dwelling. Uh, one translation calls it the circles 
of time allotted to civilizations. You know, and uh, I think probably every, every civilization thinks they're, the, they're it. You know, and probably we do too. And hey, I still believe Jesus is coming back at my time and I'm, I, I'm living that way. But if he doesn't, it's okay too. He's got this thing all, you know, he's already got it set up. And, and got all the times and all the boundaries and everything set up for the end. And uh, sometimes we look at political things and we wonder, well, why is this happening, you know? Well, you don't have a clue what God's doing in the big picture. Well, I don't know why certain, you know, this president was elected. He hadn't done anything or this one's done this or this one's done that. You have no idea what movement God is using somebody for to do something, to set something up for the end time. Okay? And, and the minute you think it's a political thing, that's the minute you're in trouble. I'm way off base already, but, but I'm taking the whole service today, so I'll I just talk as long as I want to. It's my, my church, my service, so I'm going to just do it. <laughs> but the point, I'm, the point I'm trying to get at is this is that, that, that God is the one who des designs certain things that you and I need to, to understand that, that this is just the way it is. There are pre-appointed times. Boom. They're, they're, they're pre-appointed. And so you can't, and, and, and I'm going to use that because that's really the word that we call seasons. So, so you'll know when, when I'm talking about that, that's a season. There are, there, and I'll, I'll get into that in a minute, but the thing you have to understand about this is that that word there where it says pre-appointed times is the word kairos. And the word kairos is a very interesting Greek word. It is a allotted period of time or a fixed definite period of time. And sometimes it's used as the right time. And sometimes it's used as the opportune time or the seasonal time. And sometimes it's used as a limited period of time. Okay? So if you're going to live in the right season, you're going to have to know exactly how that's working and how that's working in your life. Overall picture, there is a time frame of moments and definite periods where God's going to do certain things. And within that, there are other circles where he's working like this within the big circle to accomplish the bigger circle. And then there's another circle inside of that to accomplish this, to accomplish this. And then somewhere you're a speck in that circle. Doing the same thing, listen to me, doing the same thing that God's doing on a big picture He's doing in your life. It's amazing. I mean, only God can do that. We can't, we, you can't fathom that. We, we tend to live our lives in the, in the, really in the law, in a wrong pattern. And I, I'll tell you, I've learned this from the Lord and thank God he showed me this because it's helped me live my life a different way. Okay. It's it, because listen, one translation says this. It says, God fixes the epochs of history. Boy, I like that. Man, he, he fixes the epochs of history. Um, and another translation says, he's given the cycle that history will pass through. But now here's the thing I want you to read real quick with me in this verse. 
um, in, the, in the next verse, in verse 27, there's a purpose to everything that God does with seasons. Y'all with me? Okay, listen to what the next verse says. So that they should seek the Lord. So that they should seek the Lord. In other words, God sets up times, God sets up seasons, even in your life, and it's all designed so that you can seek Him, so that you can focus on Him. And, you know, you say, well, they're, they're Muslims. They're not seeking God. Listen, it doesn't matter whether they do it or not. That's why it's set up. He was talking to the church, I mean, to the people in Athens. Mark brought it out yesterday. They weren't interested in the resurrection. They just thought it was a novel idea. They, miss, they totally missed the fact that, hey, God did this so you could seek him. Paul was there for one reason, so that they could seek him. He was, listen, he wasn't even going to stay in Athens. He wasn't even going to stop in Athens. He was passing through. He was waiting for some other minister friends to meet him, and he was moving on. But something stirred on the inside of him, and, and I'm going to show you this in the Word, but inside of him, and all of a sudden, this big Kairos moment of God working, and all of a sudden, it boiled down to, here's Paul in a moment of time, and God puts him in a place in a moment of time to do something. Okay? That's where we live our lives. If you're a minister of the gospel, if you're living for God, that's how you live your life. If you start fretting over the months passing by and the weeks passing by and things happening and nothing's happening and you're looking at time and you're thinking about last year, this year, next year, you're in the wrong business. Because that is not how God works. He's not going to say January 1st next year, man, it's going to be great. It just flat doesn't work that way. That's not the way, because God doesn't, that's not God's timetable. You say, well, but he's going to do something in, in, in a time. It's not calendar time. How many people do you know have tried to prophesy or predict or declare the time that Jesus was coming back? It's not going to be a time. Okay, you understand it's not going to be 10 o'clock in the morning on a Thursday in the month of July or, or whatever. It's, that's not the way it works. It's going to be a moment. And when God does moments, they transcend time. And you have had those in your life whether you realize it or not. Where God did something and you're thinking, Wow. Or maybe he did something and you didn't even realize it because you missed it. Maybe he wanted to do something. What if Paul had said, man, I am dog tired. I know something's stirring in my spirit about Athens, but I'm, I'm worn out. I'm going to take, I'm I'm take a break while I'm here. I'm going to enjoy the scenery while I'm here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just rest. I'm going to go to the movies. He would have missed a moment. He would have missed a moment with God. And listen to me. You start missing very many moments with God, and you're going to find out that your life is not going to be very pleasant because you're going to, you have bound yourself down to another life, and that life is chronos time. 
It's what you count your watch by. Years, days, months. Well, on this day, I'm going to do this. Well, you might want to go read what James said. You better be careful how you dedicate yourself to something and say, we will do this on this day. Because James said you might be dead. Just to be blunt about it. <clears throat> I know y'all weren't expecting this this morning, but. <clears throat> so there are two words, and I've got, I've got to get to a point on this, but, but there are two words for time. One of them is chronos. It's month, day, year. And, and, and we live by that. Hey, I've got an iPad. I've got my calendar on my iPad. I know, you know, in, in two weeks I'm going to be in Colorado preaching and, you know, and I'm going to know I'm going to do this and I'm going to know I'm going to do this. But I don't live by that. I live by God's time. I live by God's moments. I live by where God wants me to be to do what he wants me to do. And if, if the day I was leaving for a meeting, the Lord said, don't go, I've got something else for you, I will not violate, listen to me, I will not violate Kairos time for Kronos time. Because God doesn't move in Kronos time. He moves in Kairos time. He moves in moments. And if you, you we've all missed moments. I, I'll never forget many years ago, uh, I was, Becky and I, in fact, it was Brother Hagen. Uh, Mark was at the church. It was after that 75 meeting, but he was at the church. And, and um, man, we'd been going to church all week, which we always did, you know. It's just our habit to go to church. But, but we were going to church all week, and I don't remember what happened, but we were tired, and, and, and the meeting was going a little long. Brother Hagen, you know, shifted gears two or three times, and, and uh, if you ever were around him very much, he'd do that, you know, and, and you knew you were in for it. If he started shifting times, it, you just had to hang in there. But we were tired, and so we decided we were going to slip out. We were going to slip out. Why? Because we were looking at our watches. Amen. I never, I can still see Becky and I. We walked out of the back of the, this was in the old building. We walked out of the back of the building. We, came, we turned around the corner and we were walking down the side of the building. And they act, back then they had some exit doors down by the platform. And I walked by that building and I heard people starting to shout and scream. I'm telling you, I turned around, ran back in that building, and there was a man who had been in a wheelchair who was paralyzed, who was totally healed, and he was up and running around the building, totally healed, and I missed it. Because I was more worried about Kronos time than I was about Kairos time. I missed a moment because I let something control my life that should have never controlled my life. Now, I understand that this doesn't come into play all the time. You know, what I'm, you, you know I understand that we live daily lives. We eat, you know, breakfast or lunch or dinner, and we do things on a schedule. I have appointments, and I meet with people, and, and I understand all of that. But if you get that in your head that that's life as a believer, you are sadly mistaken. 
Because that's not life as a believer. Life as a, a believer are those kairos moments where you have an encounter with God or God puts you in the middle of something or you doing something that you know is beyond you. It's a divine appointment. It's something that God does. I live for those. I live for those. My Kronos time is focused on living for those Kairos moments. Hey, thanks for listening today. I trust you got something out of the podcast. Be sure and listen to all of them uh, regarding seasons and times because it's going to be a blessing to you. Email us if you have a question. We'd love to hear from you. You can go to our website, wordoflifecenter.org, and uh, just let us know what your question is. God bless you till next time. Thanks for joining us today on the podcast. The Leadership Podcast is part of Word of Life Ministries in Shreveport, Louisiana. You can connect with Pastor Carr or Word of Life Ministries on our Facebook, Twitter, or at our website, wordoflifecenter.org.